Lord, I have loved the habitation of your house and the place where your honour dwells. Let us humbly confess our sins to Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from your ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against your holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done and apart from your grace there is no health in us. O Lord, have mercy upon us. Spare all those who confess their faults. Restore all those who are penitent, according to your promises, declared to all people in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may now live a godly, righteous and sober life, to the glory of your holy name. Amen. O Lord, open our lips, and our mouth shall proclaim your praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. O gladsome light, pure brightness of the ever-living Father in O Jesus Christ, holy and blessed, now as we come to the setting of the sun, and our eyes behold the vesper light, we sing your praises, O God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, you are worthy at all times to be praised by happy voices. O Son of God, O giver of life, and to be glorified through all the world.
When I was in trouble, I called upon the Lord, and he hearkened to my calling. Deliver my soul, O Lord, from lying lips, and from a deceitful tongue. What reward shall be given or done unto you, O false tongue? Even mighty and sharp arrows with hot burning coals. Woe to me that I am constrained to dwell in patience and to have my habitation among the tents of Kedar. My soul has long dwelt among those who are enemies of peace. I labor for peace, But when I speak to them of it, they make themselves ready for battle. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I will lift up my eyes unto the hills, from whence comes my help. My help comes from the Lord, who has made heaven and earth. He will not let your foot be moved, and he who keeps you will not sleep. Behold, he who keeps Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord himself is your keeper. The Lord is your defense upon your right hand, so that the sun shall not burn you by day, neither the moon by night. The Lord shall preserve you from all evil. Indeed, it is he who shall keep your soul. The Lord shall preserve your going out and your coming in from this time forth forevermore. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, 
and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. A reading from the book of the prophet Jeremiah. Thus says the Lord, I am going to stir up a destructive wind against Babylon and against the inhabitants of Leb Kamai, and I will send winnowers to Babylon, and they shall winnow her. They shall empty her land when they come against her from every side on the day of trouble. Let not the archer bend his bow, and let him not array himself in his coat of mail. Do not spare her young men, utterly destroy her entire army. They shall fall down slain in the land of the Chaldeans and wounded in her streets. Israel and Judah have not been forsaken by their God, the Lord of hosts, though their land is full of guilt before the Holy One of Israel. Flee from the midst of Babylon, save your lives, each of you. Do not perish because of her guilt, for this is the time of the Lord's vengeance. He is repaying her what is due. Babylon was a golden cup in the Lord's hand, making all the earth drunken. The nations drank her wine, and so the nations went mad. Suddenly Babylon has fallen and is shattered. Wail for her. Bring balm for her wound. Perhaps she may be healed. We tried to heal Babylon, but she could not be healed. Forsake her, and let each of us go to our own country for her judgment has reached up to heaven and has been lifted up even to the skies. The Lord has brought forth our vindication. Come, let us declare in Zion the work of the Lord our God. Sharpen the arrows, fill the quivers. The Lord has stirred up the spirit of the kings of the Medes because his purpose concerning Babylon is to destroy it, for that is the vengeance of the Lord, vengeance for his temple. Raise a standard against the walls of Babylon. Make the watch strong. Post sentinels. Prepare the ambushes. For the Lord has planned and done what he spoke concerning the inhabitants of Babylon. You who live by mighty waters, rich in treasures, your end has come. The thread of your life is cut. The Lord of hosts has sworn by himself Surely I will fill you with troops like a swarm of locusts, and they shall raise a shout of victory over you. It is he who made the earth by his power, who established the world by his wisdom, and by his understanding stretched out the heavens. When he utters his voice, there is a tumult of waters in the heavens, and he makes the mist rise from the ends of the earth. He makes lightnings for the rain, and he brings out the wind from his storehouses. Everyone is stupid and without knowledge. Goldsmiths are all put to shame by their idols, for their images are false, and there is no breath in them. They are worthless, a work of delusion. At the time of their punishment they shall perish. Not like these is the Lord, the portion of Jacob, for he is the one who formed all things. And Israel is the tribe of his inheritance. The Lord of hosts is his name. You are my war club, my weapon of battle. With you I smash nations 
With you I destroy kingdoms. With you I smash the horse and its rider. With you I smash the chariot and the charioteer. With you I smash man and woman. With you I smash the old man and the boy. With you I smash the young man and the girl. With you I smash shepherds and their flocks. With you I smash farmers and their teams. With you I smash governors and deputies. I will repay Babylon and all the inhabitants of Chaldea before your very eyes for all the wrong they have done in Zion, says the Lord. I am against you, O destroying mountain, says the Lord, that destroys the whole earth. I will stretch out my hands against you and roll you down from the crags and make you a burned-out mountain. No stone shall be taken from you for a corner and no stone for a foundation, but you shall be a perpetual waste, says the Lord. Raise a standard in the land, blow the trumpet among the nations, prepare the nations for war against her, summon against her the kingdoms, Ararat, Mini, and Ashkenaz, appoint a marshal against her, bring up horses like bristling locusts, prepare the nations for war against her, the kings of the Medes with their governors and deputies, and every land under their dominion. The land trembles and writhes for the Lord's purposes against Babylon stand, to make the land of Babylon a desolation without inhabitant. The warriors of Babylon have given up fighting. They remain in their strongholds. Their strength has failed. They have become women. Her buildings are set on fire. Her bars are broken. One runner runs to meet another, and one messenger to meet another, to tell the king of Babylon that his city is taken from end to end. The fords have been seized, the marshes have been burned with fire, and the soldiers are in panic. For thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, Daughter Babylon is like a threshing floor at the time when it is trodden, yet a little while, and the time of her harvest will come. King Nebuchadrezzar of Babylon has devoured me. He has crushed me. He has made me an empty vessel. He has swallowed me like a monster. He has filled his belly with my delicacies. He has spewed me out. May my torn flesh be avenged on Babylon, the inhabitants of Zion shall say. May my blood be avenged on the inhabitants of Chaldea, Jerusalem shall say. Therefore, thus says the Lord, I am going to defend your cause and take vengeance for you. I will dry up her sea and make her fountain dry, and Babylon shall become a heap of ruins, a den of jackals, an object of horror and of hissing without inhabitant. Like lions, they shall roar together. They shall growl like lions' whelps. When they are inflamed, I will set out their drink and make them drunk until they become merry, and then sleep a perpetual sleep, and never wake, says the Lord. I will bring them down like lambs to the slaughter, like rams and goats. How Shishak is taken, the pride of the whole earth seized. How Babylon has become an object of horror among the nations. The sea has risen over Babylon, She has been covered by its tumultuous waves. Her cities have become an object of horror 
a land of drought and a desert, a land in which no one lives and through which no mortal passes. I will punish Bel in Babylon and make him disgorge what he has swallowed. The nations shall no longer stream to him. The wall of Babylon has fallen. Come out of her, my people. Save your lives, each of you, from the fierce anger of the Lord. Do not be faint-hearted or fearful at the rumors heard in the land. One year, one rumor comes, the next year another. Rumors of violence in the land and of ruler against ruler. Assuredly the days are coming when I will punish the images of Babylon. Her whole land shall be put to shame and all her slain shall fall in her midst. Then the heavens and the earth and all that is in them shall shout for joy over Babylon, for the destroyers shall come against them out of the north, says the Lord. Babylon must fall for the slain of Israel, as the slain of all the earth have fallen because of Babylon. You survivors of the sword, go, do not linger. Remember the Lord in the distant land, and let Jerusalem come into your mind. We are put to shame, for we have heard insults. Dishonor has covered our face, for aliens have come into the holy places of the Lord's house. Therefore the time is surely coming, says the Lord, when I will punish her idols, and through all her land the wounded shall groan. Though Babylon should mount up to the heaven, and though she should fortify her strong height, from me destroyers would come upon her, says the Lord. Listen, a cry from Babylon, a great crashing from the land of the Chaldeans. For the Lord is laying Babylon waste, and stilling her loud clamor. Their waves roar like mighty waters, the sound of their clamor resounds. For a destroyer has come against her, against Babylon. Her warriors are taken, their bows are broken. For the Lord is a God of recompense, he will repay in full. I will make her officials and her sages drunk, also her governors, her deputies, and her warriors, They shall sleep a perpetual sleep and never wake, says the king, whose name is the Lord of hosts. Thus says the Lord of hosts, The broad wall of Babylon shall be leveled to the ground, and her high gates shall be burned with fire. The peoples exhaust themselves for nothing, and the nations weary themselves only for fire. The word that the prophet Jeremiah commanded Sarai, son of Neriah, son of Maaseah, when he went with King Zedekiah of Judah to Babylon in the fourth year of his reign. Sarai was the quartermaster. Jeremiah wrote in a scroll all the disasters that would come on Babylon, all these words that are written concerning Babylon. And Jeremiah said to Sarai, When you come to Babylon, see that you read all these words, and say, O Lord, you yourself threatened to destroy this place, so that neither human beings nor animals shall live in it, and it shall be a desolate forever. When you finish reading this scroll, tie a stone to it, and throw it into the middle of the Euphrates, and say, Thus shall Babylon sink to rise no more, because of the disasters that I am bringing on her. 
Thus far are the words of Jeremiah. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. My soul magnifies the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Saviour. For he has regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from now on, all generations will call me St. Paul's letter to the Romans. What then are we to say? Should we continue in sin in order that grace may abound? By no means. How can we who died to sin go on living in it? Do you not know that all of us who have been baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? Therefore, we have been buried with him by baptism into death so that just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glory of the Father, so we too might walk in newness of life. For if we have been united with him in a death like his, we will certainly be united with him in a resurrection like his. We know that our old self was crucified with him so that the body of sin might be destroyed, and we might no longer be enslaved to sin. For whoever has died is freed from sin. 
But if we have died with Christ, we believe that we will also live with him. We know that Christ, being raised from the dead, will never die again. Death no longer has dominion over him. The death he died, he died to sin once for all. But the life he lives, he lives to God. So you also must consider yourselves dead to sin and alive to God in Christ Jesus. Therefore, do not let sin exercise dominion in your mortal bodies to make you obey their passions. No longer present your members to sin as instruments of wickedness, but present yourselves to God as those who have been brought from death to life, and present your members to God as instruments of righteousness. For sin will have no dominion over you, since you are not under law, but under grace. What then? Should we sin because we are not under law, but under grace? By no means. Do you not know that if you present yourselves to anyone as obedient slaves, you are slaves of the one whom you obey, either of sin, which leads to death, or of obedience, which leads to righteousness. But thanks be to God that you, having once been slaves of sin, have become obedient from the heart to the form of teaching to which you are entrusted, and that you, having been set free from sin, have become slaves of righteousness. I'm speaking in human terms because of your natural limitations. For just as you once presented your members as slaves to impurity, and to greater and greater iniquity. So now present your members as slaves to righteousness for sanctification. When you were slaves of sin, you were free in regard to righteousness. So what advantage did you then get from the things of which you are now ashamed? The end of those things is death. But now that you have been freed from sin and enslaved to God, the advantage you get is sanctification. The end is eternal life, for the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. The Word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Lord, now let your servant depart in peace. According to your word, for my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared before the face of all people, to be a light to lighten the Gentiles and to be the glory of your people, Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. 
The Lord be with you. Let us pray. Lord, have mercy upon us. Christ, have mercy upon us. Lord, have mercy upon us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. That this evening may be holy, good, and peaceful, we entreat you, O Lord, that your holy angels may lead us in paths of peace and good will. We entreat you, O Lord, that we may be pardoned and forgiven for our sins and offenses, we entreat you, O Lord, that there may be peace in your church and in the whole world, we entreat you, O Lord, that we may depart this life in your faith and fear, and not be condemned before the great judgment seat of Christ. We entreat you, O Lord, that we may be bound together by your Holy Spirit, in the communion of the ever-blessed Virgin Mary and all your saints, entrusting one another and all our life to Christ, we entreat you, O Lord. Almighty God, through the outpouring of the Holy Spirit, you revealed the way of eternal life to every race and nation. Pour out this gift anew, that by the preaching of the gospel your salvation may reach to the ends of the earth. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. O God, the source of all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works, give to your servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey your commandments, and that we, being defended from the fear of our enemies, 
may pass our time in rest and quietness. Through the merits of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Keep watch, dear Lord, with those who work or watch or weep this night, and give your angels charge over those who sleep. Tend the sick, Lord Christ, Give rest to the weary, bless the dying, soothe the suffering, pity the afflicted, shield the joyous, and all for your love's sake. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. Glory to God, whose power working in us can do infinitely more than we can ask or imagine. Glory to him from generation to generation in the church and in Christ Jesus forever and ever. Amen.